Okay, so the video game scenario, <clears throat> there's there's a there's a good there's a good amount of things that I wanted to talk about. And I mentioned this in the beginning of the episode. Just so if I had the opportunity or a window to talk about it briefly, I will. And here's my opportunity. It's actually 10.08 p.m. I don't want to be too long because I actually want to go back in to play video games, play more video games, to enjoy my fucking weekend, the, the, the very few days that I have off when it comes to work. Um, Information about GTA 6. Now, I had noticed this pop up. So I wanted to see what was going on because it was trending at one moment. It was actually trending at one moment. And does it actually have a release date? Is that the information? All right, here we go. This is from uh, Sports Skeeter. Sports Skeeter. Oh, Sports Skeeter. That was a... That's a... Well, on the YouTube channel, there was a wrestling interview. I forgot who he was interviewing. Oh, man, I can't think of it. He is one guy. He he's a he interviews wrestlers and shit. But uh, <clears throat> information about the GTA Six Grand Theft Auto Six release date. Many insiders previously leaked that Rockstar Games has a flexible deadline for releasing Grand Theft Auto Six in October twenty twenty four or early twenty twenty five. If the leaks are true, the game studio should release a trailer for the game in October. 2023 and that was issued two days ago now i've seen wait 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 this might be a concept though hold up this might be a concept this might be a concept i want to see if this is a concept or not Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going through that. Yeah, I went through the comments real quick just to verify it, and it it just seemed like a bunch of bullshit, but games like GTA 6, there's games like RoboCop, that's right, RoboCop is coming out with a game, I saw the trailer, I think the game looks dope as shit, the problem is, they're going to shit the bed, why do I say this? Because every other game shits the bed. What do I mean by this? Early release of game footage, all the mechanics that's going into the game before the game even comes out, just leaving people waiting. Eventually, people will get tired of it, and they won't wait anymore. Um, Another good example, Modern Warfare 3 is coming out. Am I excited about it? Not really. I just saw the gameplay of, uh, of the game uh, this morning. Didn't like it. It looks like another Grand Theft Auto game. I mean, not another Grand Theft Auto game, another Call of Duty game. GTA 6, regardless of how people may view my opinions, it looks like another Grand Theft Auto game, except it has a woman in it, which is even more reason why I don't want the game. 
No, it's not because she's a woman. It's because it's a great at game. Like enough's enough. Enough's enough. Seriously. Hopefully that's an option where you can pick either a man or a woman. And it's not that you have to play as both characters. I hope to God that they're not going back to playing as more than one character. They should have learned from Grand Theft Auto 5. It was cool for like the first two missions. After that, it kind of becomes redundant. Of course, you're going to have to change to Trevor. He's being shot at. Of course, you're going to have to change to Franklin. He's being shot at. Of course, you're going to have to train uh to change to fucking Michael. He's driving somewhere. Like it's it's just one of those. It just didn't work out, in my opinion. And you're talking about a game, Grand Theft Auto Five, a game that came out ten fucking years ago, people. Ten goddamn. Years ago, Grand Theft Auto V came out, and people are still talking about it, still praising it, still sucking its cock, right? But here's the reality of it. <clears throat> Grand Theft Auto. Triple uh, A games. Call of Duty. Call of Duty, and just to briefly go over what I've heard. And some of the footage has been verified as the actual Call of Duty game footage. <clears throat> They've created a open world um, zombies mode. So you take the concept of zombies, one environment that you have to stay in, where it's a challenge where you keep up, you get, you grind, you get enough money, you save enough money. You unlock an area, you go into a different area, the different area may have a mystery box, it may have a packet punch, it may have the juggernaut, it may have whatever that is needed, quick revive, it may have whatever that's needed for you to maintain for the time being, okay? They've taken that, they've shitted on it, as they always do. Call of Duty games have just shitted on everything in a bad way. Hey, you remember Battlefield? No, you don't. Now it's just... Warzone, right? A bunch of spurred out autistic teens yelling at their monitors, yelling at their controllers, yelling at their television over team death matches. I don't have time for that shit. I don't I don't care about doing that. Really, I, I hate I hate the Call of Duty online culture. I just hate it. I don't have I don't I don't like those people. I hate them. I really do. I I, I despise them. Every time a new game comes out, these people, these fucking pieces of shit, they sit back and they go, oh, we got some new exciting information on a new Call of Duty coming out. Look at the same weapons that are used in the last game. This one has gray skins. This one has gold skins. That's all it is. Suck a dick. Fuck these Call of Duty uh, multiplayer Warzone game. You know what? And just reminds me, because I knew I had something to fucking rant about when it came to video games and Call of Duty, right? Are you noticing this weird situation where, like, I don't know, it seems as if Call of Duty is turning into Fortnite? Is it just me? Well, you know, in Modern Warfare 2, you can go on third-person mode. There's actually some people who don't even know that. They're fucking idiots. It's actually the, it's one of the it's one of the coolest ways to play Call of Duty. 
only because if you think about it, it's just just that viewpoint changes everything. And there's a connection, isn't there? I'm a very critical thinker. There's a connection to this, isn't it? Between Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto 5, like I said, all major differences. Call of Duty probably came out with five fucking games within the fucking past 10 years. Let's just be honest. But the similarities come in when you think about Call of Duty. I mean, Call of Duty's connection when it comes to third-person mode. And then Grand F Auto when it came to, you guessed it, first-person mode, right? Now, the first-person effect, this is a, this is a phase or a stage of, call, of, of Grand F Auto, in my opinion, where people like me, I was excited. And it's on Game Pass. I still play Grand F Auto 5 to this day because in a lot of ways, it's still fun. It's just playing the game now after beating the game and this isn't and this isn't really saying anything too bad because that's how most Grand F Auto games are where like once you beat them you're more or less riding around finding dumb shit to do things like that I don't know you got other games that I wanted to go over briefly um skate EA Skate, right? Is it EA that's still making it? I'm not sure. I think it is. I could be incorrect, but I don't know why I would be. But um, they're talking about the game. The game looks fine. I don't think the game looks too good, but I think that they're still in the development stage of really polishing everything. The gameplay, the mechanics being what it is and what they changed is drastic. And I think that in itself makes the game exciting. If you were to compare it to Skate 3, which Skate 3 was the worst skate game out of all the skate games. Some people argue that Skate 1 is actually the better, the best skate game. I disagree with that 100%. Um, Skate 2 is probably the best skate game. The best skateboarding game probably if we're connecting everything of all time. If we're talking about today, and I've said this before with skateboarding games, because we've all, in a lot of ways, grew up with Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I've grew up, I started skateboarding because of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. I started skateboarding because of those games. So I don't downplay Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, but when it comes to games today, oh, no, 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 no. Like Rider, like 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 Riders Republic. In a sense of, if Riders Republic, like, cause I'm playing that game religiously, but I'm only playing the skateboarding. Every now and then, if I'm going in like to a mountain, I'll get like a BMX or a mountain bike or whatever and, and ride that shit. Or if I'm in the snow area, I'll get like a snowmobile and ride around. It's an open world game where you just ride around. And you race people and you do stupid shit. It's actually, like I said, it's my it's one of my favorite games of this year that I that I purchased. And like I said, I only purchased it because of the skateboarding aspect. The controls I gotten used to from the last few times I talked about the game in previous episodes, I was having problems. 
But I've gotten used to not only I've gotten used to all the settings in the game pretty much. But I don't play I play some of the career. I'll do some of the challenges, but I'm really just playing it just to play it. And I like I like the way that the game looks in a sense of skateboarding. With skateboarding, you can't really make a game that's kind of generic. It kind of has to have its own look. And I think Riders Republic has its own look. And some of the things, like the parks that they have, it's just almost, it's beyond anything that Sessions could have done in a lot of ways. And Sessions is a decent game. The problem with Sessions is you can't do, you can't really ride transition at all. And then... Skater XL is like you can ride transition, but it's not. It's it's kind of just like eh. Riders Republic. I, I gotta put that you know in in a top list right now. Uh, we'll go over something briefly though, quickly. Just so just so people know, I'm I'm not fucking around. This is a bonus. It is still ten twenty. See, for example. Uh, RoboCop, Rogue City, first 23-minute game trailer, 23 minutes, yeah, 20, 23 fucking minutes, uh, the first 23 minutes of gameplay, RoboCop, Rogue City, now, IG, the same company that shits the bed, with every other game that comes out that has their own funky, retarded, idiotic excuse of an opinion when it comes to video games and its production are going to allow a 23-minute game. Now, see, this is what this is what IG does, or IGN. This is what IGN does. They go through a game like RoboCop, 23 minutes of it, wait for the game to come out, and then completely shit on the game. Because then the people who say, well, I don't want to play the game, it's because they already been exposed to 23 fucking minutes of it. You ruin its potential from the fucking beginning. It's fucking stupid. It's dumb. What a fucking mess, man. Really. But yeah, GTA, going into GTA 5, just my quick rant about GTA 5, because I was going to go through videos, but, I, but then I said fuck it, because this is already just going to be added on to the episode, just as a bonus for those that wanted to know about my views on video games, and like, GTA like 6 coming out means really nothing to me. I'm more... I'm more interested in what they're going to do in the terms of its surroundings. You see what I'm saying? Like, because you can't go back to Vice City. I think they I heard they were going to go back to Vice City or something like that. But if they do, I mean, they're really going to have to do something more than what they did with GTA 5. And the problem with the game industry is there's still people out there that are pumping out video games and pumping out ideas, but its productivity has become shortened. Because, like, games that, like, like Skate, the new Skate that's coming out, it's supposed to be free to play. 
Now, a lot of people don't like that. Me personally, I'm not really against it. If I can play the game automatically and just ride around, pretty much what I'm doing in Riders Republic, I'm actually cool with that. I'm not I'm not looking for anything over the top. I'm not looking for if it's if it's free to play, it's obvious. I'm not looking for a a fucking uh I'm not looking for a career in that case. Cause you know that's not what the game is gonna have. You know it's gonna be mostly based on uh online. The next person and what they're doing, oh, you got to compete with them. It's like Tony Hawk, trick attack. Who gets the most points, which is cool, I guess. And I honestly think that's one of the cooler things about what, what Riders, it, like Riders Republic is really an underrated game. Matter of fact, hold on, let me see something. Hold up. I want to see something. Riders Republic view. Review. My bad. Riders Republic review. Actually, IGN gave it an 8 out of 10. Eurogamer gave it 4 out of 5. And Open Critic gave it 78%. I'm going to give it 5 fucking stars. <laughs> because it's, it's just a great all-around open world action sports game in a way that every other game that was online skater XL was one of those games that was dead from the vine. I hate to say it. It died on the vine because you had all these fucking retarded trolls that just put picnic benches everywhere and fuck the entire level up for everybody. And nobody's able to kick the person out. Nobody, there's no penalty for doing it. And the game just, shitted on itself but riders republic man is just a great all-around open world action sports game like and and like i said uh skate wasn't able to pull this off in that way tony hawk was never able to pull it off in that way um and, and no other other skateboarding game that i see coming out Besides maybe skate, the new skate game may do that. You know what I mean? Because it's like, that's one of the games. Matter of fact, I'm going to go through, I want to go through, like, I I just want to go through some of the reviews because like, realistically, that game in terms of how of how it's actually like mapped out literally how it's mapped out it's really an open world game and you really have the advantage of snowboarding here riding a mountain bike down this hill participating in a a, a fucking um a BMX race over at this hill then you go into an open map and it's just this gigantic map. You have a skate park over here. You got like five or six skate parks in one area, which is probably the best part of the game. Like when they added skateboarding, they, that area is like 
that's the part of the game to play. There's other parts. There's one part that's just that's really for BMX, but skating that shit is crazy. And you can transfer from one from one end of a ramp to another end. So it's very similar to Tony Hawk. The tricks, once you're used to using the uh, the controls, it's just it's an all-around good game. And like I said, I'm only playing at momentarily, mainly the skateboarding aspect. I I want to get more into the snowboarding aspect, but we'll see. But I want to get into this Riders Republic because, like I said, this is like definitely game of the year for me. Um, the only thing that I will say. The only thing that I will say that I have an issue with is the actual element of the game. And this is what I mean. It's not meant to be super realistic, but it's also not meant to be super arcadey either. So it has both elements into it. So you could play the game more realistic if you chose to do so. But the actual element of the game being the boards. They should add more boards, realistic companies, because they're, they're they're able to do it, trust me. Companies would die to have their shit branded worldwide, so it wouldn't be an issue. More boards, more customization, um, more, you know, more options when it comes to designing the character, like more areas, but then they would have to probably add more areas within the game, which I don't know how that would work. But did but did they do that with Riders Republic? I wanted to know was the skate park that was in the game was that always in the game, and maybe just BMX. But that was the only reason why I purchased the game, because so many people. We're talking about this sort of this element of Riders Republic, which I've heard of because of the action sports and all that shit. I grew up watching action sports. Like I didn't watch basketball as much as I watch like old skateboarding videos. In search of Animal Chen, for example, for those that skate and those that are probably my age or even older. You'll know exactly what skateboarding video I'm talking about. Bones Brigade, um, Power Peretta. Yeah, that era. And they just kept mentioning, people just kept mentioning, oh, they're adding skateboarding to the game. I saw I saw two trailers. The first trailer I was iffy about because of how the person was playing the game. They, they were just playing it unrealistically, which I get it. It's a video game, duh. But it just wasn't a good advertisement. Then I saw another trailer. And then I was like, oh, shit. I might buy this. Then one day I just decided to buy it. And um, I'm going to be honest with you. It's worth getting. All right. Uh, latest critics reviews quote in terms of gameplay riders republic is a arcade style racing game not necessarily realistic but very fun fast and over the top it's perfect for the fans of tony hawk ssx 
and even for those slightly older readers, Cool Borders. I remember Cool Borders. Jeez. Cool Borders. Jeez. Um, additionally, this is from GameSpot, quote, additionally, Rider Republic did well for Ubisoft, and which, by the way, Ubisoft did a really good job because I remember Ubisoft not too long ago, they were rumored to be making a skateboarding game, but they denied the rumor, but then later on did this, which this isn't technically a skateboarding game. It was skateboarding being incorporated into a game that involved many action sports and shit like that. But anyway, with playtime and spending growing substantially growing substantially compared to the company's last extreme sports game, Steep, which is a snowboarding game, the publisher said Riders Riders Republic is shaping up to be a long and profitable seller for the company. And I agree. I agree with it. I agree a hundred percent, man. Ubisoft. Because what else? Matter of fact, let's look up something real quick. Video game segment bonus. You know what I mean? Ubisoft video games. Let's 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 look up the list because I I am I wouldn't consider myself a, a personal fan of Ubisoft as a whole, but they have a lot of games that I bought and, and a lot of games that I like and a lot of games that I played. So, uh, for one, you got Far Cry. So that's Far Cry for me. Three. I, I, play, I didn't play four as much, but I bought four, five and six. I still have six. Five is on Game Pass. I just don't play it as much. Um, Assassin's Creed for people that are Assassin's Creed fans. Uh, Assassin's Creed fans. Uh, Tom Clancy's uh, Rainbow Six. That that entire franchise in itself. Um, what else is there? Riders Republic. For Honor. Watch Dogs. I forgot about Watch Dogs is also Ubisoft, which is funny because they got that all the way down in the list. Uh, Watch Dogs, Legion. You got Far Cry 3 being mentioned. More Tom Clancy's games. Uh, South South Park was apparently a Ubisoft game at one point. Um, Immortals, Phoenix Rising. Um, X Defiant, more Assassin's Creed, Starlink. So I'm just going through. Like these games are still popping up. Uh, Just Dance, Prince of Persia, another Tom Clancy game, uh, Ghost Recon. Oh yeah, I forgot Ghost Recon. That wasn't listed. Wildlands, Ghost Recon, Wildlands, and um, what's the other one? Because I have both of them. They're fucking trash. Just lackluster games. But for variety, to mix things up, I think Ubisoft could really make its own skateboarding game. And the reason I'm saying that is 
for the way that this particular game was mapped out, it was mapped out a perfect way where even somebody who's not used to playing the game, it doesn't take a person that long to get used to the controls. And then there's, uh, you know, different ways to use the controls. Like if you're, if you're into like racing and shit, then you'll have the controller set up. Like for me, for some people to push, they'll use a to push and they'll use B to, to, to break. For me, I do it just like literal racing. The push on a skateboard, I'll use the, the right trigger. And to slow down, I'll use the left trigger. You know what I mean? The only problem is to do tricks, you got to use the left and right triggers once you once you ollie. But easy to get used to. Out of all the games that I've played on Ubisoft, I'll go as far as saying... Riders Republic is my favorite one at a Ubisoft. Coming from somebody who's a solid FPS fan at its at its core to the maximum. Quake 2 is on Game Pass. I may play Quake 2 just because it's an older game. Because for me growing up, the only games that I remember playing were really Doom. I didn't really get a chance to play Quake. I didn't get a chance to play uh, Counter-Strike or anything like that. So when I talk about first person, I'm talking about Iron Sights. Um, doesn't have to be fancy with scopes. Don't have to be fancy with snipers. Just Iron Sights and a basic map and not a lot of shit going on. Right? Classic first person shooter fan. And Far Cry 6 didn't really meet its expectations, in my personal opinion. That was another game that I that I personally invested in. But the only reason why I did that, even like I said, even right now, in terms of like, like video games and shit, like I'm keeping the Xbox and I'm not getting anything else. I'm not getting the PlayStation mainly because... It's more reasonable. Like now, look, I'll play Gotham Knights. I have an Xbox One S. I can't even play Gotham Knights realistically on an actual on my Xbox. But because I have Xbox Game Pass, I have the ability to play that and play some PC games that I wouldn't be able to play on the Xbox otherwise. So really. And like I said, the only games, matter of fact, let me see something. We'll do that on the way out. I might do this more now, now that I think about it. Um, let me see. Upcoming games. I want to be 100% direct. Upcoming games, Xbox. The first game that pops up, no surprise, RoboCop, Rogue City. You can actually... Oh, man. I might actually uh, pre-order this. I'm not going to lie. Is it already out? Because it's saying uh, Best Buy, 60 bucks. Uh, RoboCop, Rogue City, Crime Boss, which I've heard terrible things about the game. 
uh, Lord of the Falling, Skull and Bones, The Invisible, Atlas Falling. Um, not gonna lie, like nothing that I'm into. Walking Dead, uh, Rise of Kong, Alone in the Dark, whatever the fuck that is. Maybe the Alien game, the Aliens game. There's an Aliens game coming out. Um, there's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game coming out, which is gangster. I'd probably buy it. I would buy that and play it. Uh, Jedi Survivor. I put up up and coming games, but for some reason, okay, I, I guess I found it. They were showing me games that were already out that were actually for sale, which gets me to think that maybe RoboCop did come out already. So I may have to buy that next week. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, NHL 24. Wild card football. Transformers. <laughs> uh, Transformers is coming out with a new game. Uh, Sonic Superstars. Hot Wheels Unleashed 2. Turbocharged. We got um, Metal Gear Solid. They got a Master Collection. I think they're remastered or remaked all the games. Who gives a shit? I was never a fan of Metal Gear Solid anyway. Um, you got Cities, Skylines 2, which I played a little bit of Skylines 1. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Uh, Alan Wake 2. I played Alan, Alan Wake 1. Wasn't really a fan of it. Not really excited about this. Like a Dragon Gaiden. All right, that seems like some martial arts shit. I would be invested into that. Um, Persona 5, I'm only mentioning that because there's like 100 of those games on Game Pass for some reason, and they all look trash. Um, Stalker 2, guys, is coming out. Stalker 2, how about that? Star Wars Outlaws, which is supposed to be, what, an open world Star Wars game? Unfortunately, they don't have a brief description of the game. Uh, new Xbox Activision game, uh, which is considered the future of RPGs. Star Wars, Outlaws, Details, Xbox X. All right. Uh, Suicide Squad, whatever the fuck that is, that's coming out with something new. Um, that's it. Persona 3, Prince of Persia, I guess, is coming out with a new game. Not really a lot of exciting details with video games coming out. So I usually just stick with my Xbox One S because, like I said, uh, my shit, even though I think the series the series S doesn't have a game port because everything is, everything is throughout the system, that's pretty much how I'm, I, I'm using my Xbox. The only disc that I literally have today is Watch Dogs. And I, and I lied to y'all not. I would be better off putting Watch Dogs in than playing half of the games that I've already beaten. Right? But it's there's not really a lot of games to really invest in. People like me, even if I was a solid GTA 5 fan... I wouldn't have, even if I was a solid GTA 5 fan when it came to online, those people will still play online whether the whether the next GTA is good or not because 
GTA 5 has became solid in terms of online game support and pretty much online content. The problem is the DLCs of the past wasn't even really DLCs, man. They were full games. Like I mentioned before, to compare GTA 4 with GTA 5. GTA, think about this. Think about this, because now that I think about it, it makes sense now. GTA 5 was supposed to be three different characters with three different stories, but it became mismatched and very short, straight to the point with certain characters, very predictable outcomes. GTA 4 was Liberty City, New York. I think he was in Brooklyn. They called it Broker. You start off in Brooklyn. And as you're playing the game, you're being you're being almost introduced to other characters who play a major part into the whole story later on. These people mean something. You should pay attention to them. That's why they're showing you the people, right? And GTA 4 breaks off into... Um, What's the GTA for? Now I gotta look. Th- now I gotta look these things up. I'm getting close to ten percent, but I'm gonna wrap this up. Hold up. Um. Because there was there was actually there was actually like time and effort put into it. So GTA Four breaks off into the motorcycle gang, uh, the Lost and the Damned. And then it also broke into pretty much other things surrounding the storyline, the Battle of the Gay Tony. So these were two expansion packs. Wasn't necessarily, it was considered DLCs, but it was really expansion packs that added on to the storyline. It just wasn't a few missions. It was actually a good chunk of story and development that still surrounded the same area that still sort of attracted certain audiences of what type of gameplay that they wanted. Granted, it's the same area. It's the same city. It's the same location. Compare that to GTA 5, a storyline that instead of you going through each person in detail of their story, then having to meet up at a certain point, you just have all three of those people in one game and go back and forth between each one. No wonder why I did. No wonder why GTA Five was looked at as so, like mediocre. And people, people like me, I'm a fan of GTA Four in the story. I think there was a lot of detail and a lot of work that was put in during that time. And they did just fine, in my opinion. Now, this was the introduction to the multiplayer. And this was the beginning of the end when it came to not only Rockstar or GTA, but Call of Duty and all these other games that kind of really base its gameplay on multiplayer And the gameplay of Call of Duty or the gameplay of what used to be Battlefield no longer exists because a campaign doesn't exist, which gets me to think about Battlefield. 
Battlefield, um, what is that, 20, 2042 or so, whatever the fuck this shit's called. I got that game too. I barely play that. Games like that. Look at Battlefield 3. Shit, look at Battlefield 4, Battlefield 5. The first, uh, what did they call it, Battlefield 1 or just Battlefield? I think Battlefield 1. Heavy games, man. The story that goes into it, the details that go into it, um, the design that's put into it. To just scrap all of that and just say, well, we'll just make a mechanic that's just for people that's playing online. And if they want to play online, there'll be more details of this and that. You're killing the gaming industry, man. You're killing the gaming industry. That's why, like... In terms of skateboarding, this is what I believe skateboarding should be at this point. In terms of video games. It should be as realistic as people want it to be. It should be open world in a sense where... It should be open world in a sense that you can walk around, do what you have to do. Um, you know, maybe some type of mechanic that involves cars... That you can drive one place to another, or you can just skate, or you can just take the bus, or you can just take the subway, or the train, or wherever, and there will be a location marker that drops you off of where you're going, and it's just this open world environment where everybody's skating, and then you can certain people can challenge you, or you can challenge certain people. If that's a game, then that works. If skate, if skate becomes that, let me just say this. Because like I said, I saw Skate. Skate looks pretty good. Not going to lie. It looks like it looks it looks to be a, a very good game and a game worth playing. Problem is How does a game become free to play without any paywall? Simple. These people are lying. There's going to be a paywall. Meaning, you may not be paying to go into certain areas. They may not, like, or if they do that, that's really grimy. Imagine if they made a game where it's free to play, quote unquote, but you only play, you only get like 35% of the maps. Um, You only get like 35% of the map, right? That would be grimy. And you would have to pay $39 to get a couple of other places that they have throughout the map, the open world map. Because that's all Skate really was in terms of being better than Tony Hawk at first. Because I remember I remember playing Skate 1 and was sort of blown away from the fact that, oh, I can go from I can go from one area to the next area. Right. Without having to load, without having to do this and that. Now, no, that I couldn't do that. No, in skate, you actually had to go through the subways. Correction. The first skate, you had to go through the subways. But even the subways and the loading time was not bad whatsoever. That shit was on a different level. And skate two only gotten better. Because of pretty much the push 
and the fans that supported Skate when it first came out. Skate 1. I'm guessing that's 2007. Somewhere along those lines. And so many people were kind of like taken back because, you know, the hardcore Tony Hawk Pro Skater fans, which I wasn't. I At first, I was a hardcore Tony Hawk Pro Skater fan. Tony Hawk 1, Tony Hawk 2, all the way to Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk's Underground. Well, after Tony Hawk's Underground, there wasn't really anything that I really liked about the game. It was kind of just the same game. And not to say that Tony Hawk Pro Skater was just the same game, uh, because they've added mechanics along the way that actually bettered the game and made it look better. But then I think Tony Hawk's Underground kind of had a cartoony effect, which worked for that time, but would be absolutely outdated today. And Project 8 and all that shit only made things worse. Because they tried to make it realistic, but it was still cartoony. And it was just a mess. Pointless. So there was the Tony Hawk Pro Skater fans that was not with the change, right? They wanted another Tony Hawk Pro Skater game. And Skate was just like, fuck you. And this is what we're doing. And it worked out well. All until Skate 3. Skate 3 fucked it up. People will still play Skate 3 simply because it's the latest game. And people believe for some reason that because a game was able to release another game after a successful game, then that game that came out is better than the last game. And that's bullshit. If it wasn't for the success of Skate 2, there wouldn't be a Skate 3. Skate 3 is garbage, and that's the end of that. All right? But for me... I'm just going to go back to my mediocre gaming device, which is, you know, the Xbox One S. No series. That's right. That's right. No series. I'm a brokey, a wagey. <laughs> a bait off. All right. Because uh, I wasn't trying to spend... Like, just for me, honestly, I wasn't trying to spend all the money in the world for some basic fucking, you know, just just for, like, a casual gamer like me. In which, when, when I say casual, when I go into the house, it's 11 o'clock. When I go into the house, I'm going to play video games until about 3 in the morning. Or at least 2.30. I'll be asleep by 3. Wake up at 11, feeling like garbage, record record an episode, and play more video games. For those that want to know the games that I have, I'll give you a brief. I don't remember all of the games, but I, I remember enough because my phone is already at 8%. So I know if I wrap this up one time, this shit won't die. But even if it dies, it will technically still be recorded. So it doesn't matter. I am currently, I currently have, but not necessarily playing. I just have these games. 
uh, Call of Duty Vanguard, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 1 and 2 uh, Remastered, and the remake of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 1 and 2. Um, Cyberpunk, Watch Dogs Legion, Watch Dogs 2, the original Watch Dogs, the disc. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, Riders Republic, WWE 2K22, and the new WWE 2K23, which I'm also kind of playing partially with the whole my faction and shit. I'm trying to get all these points. I'm trying to get enough points to where I, I can buy all the legends. Once once I can buy all the legends, I can have the classic Battle Royale. I can have the classic uh, WWE, uh, well, really WWF style, WWE Universe mode. And that's what I'm kind of doing on the side, hustling on the side with uh, WWE 2K23. Um... Sessions, skateboarding game, Skater XL, skateboarding game. Um, I do have Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, the remake. I bought that when it came out. I haven't played it pretty much since the time. I bought it and beat it when it came out. Um, oh, yeah, I got all the classics. I have pretty much the classic Call of Duties, or at least the recent Call of Duties on the last gen. Uh, Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, World of War, uh, Modern Warfare 3 on um, the, the Xbox, the Xbox version, or the, the 360 version. All right, Modern Warfare 3. Um, I feel that I'm missing a lot of them. Oh, Destiny 1. The first Destiny, as well as Destiny's two, Destiny Two, but that's free to play. Um, I think I mentioned Cyberpunk already, but that's all I can current. Oh yeah, the World War One games. Oh shit, I can't forget those. So you got you got Verdun, which is the Western Front. You got Tenenberg, which is the Eastern Front. And you have Azanzo, which is the Italian front, the World War One, sort of a strategy first person shooter game, uh, bolt action rifles. No, you have a couple of machine guns, but machine guns, you almost have to be crouched and set the gun up in order to actually properly aim and shoot. It's a very frustrating, but satisfying game. The violence of the game has got to be the funniest. Because there is a there is a chart that they have, you know. And this chart, well, it's not a chart. It's this option that pretty much gives you the ability to either make people get shot without no blood, no violence. Well, well violence of a person being shot, but really no blood, just a person dropping. Um, a person getting shot and bleeding, like, oh, okay, he's bleeding a little bit. Or a person getting his fucking head blown off. Dude, that's that's the option that you have. And, of course, it's a war game, shooting, 
ultra violence, of course, ultra violent option. People are getting blown the fuck up, shot in the mouth, all types of reckless shit. Just for that sake, it's such a game worth buying. The problem is, um, there's a couple problems with the game. One, you can tell that it's a game that developers, that, that needed more developers. It needed more people to add a little bit more life into the game. Other than that, the map layout is is great. Fighting through barracks, like fighting through like the trenches and shit of an actual battlefield is a lot more satisfying than just running around freely on a map and just gunning through 25 different people. Realistically, you could gun through at least 15 people. I've done it. Bolt action, no games. Cover, cover. There's no cover system. You're just ducking, praying that a bullet isn't no clipping and shooting you through a fucking wall, which sometimes happens, by the way. They do this. But other times you get the weapons, you get the you get the pistol, you can run through and, and really uh raise hell. You know what I'm saying? But this is a bonus video game episode. Now it's eleven oh five. It was ten oh five when I stopped. I was going to only do 30 minutes, but this is close to an hour. So this will be a separate episode in itself. Who knows when I'll upload this episode. I might save this episode for Monday. In fact, that's what I might do. But as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with a just a bonus, random, extracurricular type of episode talking about one of my favorite I wouldn't consider it a hobby a passion video games just the ability to you know say fuck the world for the time being and get lost in some um, virtual reality fun which is video games oh man this iced tea is good But anyway, that's all I got to say. Jersey Judah, signing out. Peace.